What's up, everybody? My name is Andy Lee. I'm a martial artist, actor. And uh, my name is Brian Lee, AKA Brian Demon Wolf. One word, no space, all caps. And together we are Martial Club! <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the Vietnamese. I'm your host, Kenneth Nguyen. Being part of a culture of nearly 100 million Vietnamese people in the world today comes with a lot of pain, proud history, and privilege. Join me as I highlight and explore the Vietnamese experience from all over the world. What does it mean to be Vietnamese to you guys? Um, we were born and raised in a Vietnamese household. Uh, so a lot of our morals and ethics and teachings were from Vietnam, Vietnam, the Vietnamese heritage, our parents. Um, you know, they they were born and raised Vietnamese. They had to overcome the war, came over here, birthed us, and the teachings they taught us were, and the trauma that they instilled upon us. <laughs> um, and a it's lot a real of, thing. It's a real thing. And I think we are the way we are because of our, our upbringing. And for us, we want to express that through our art form. And for us, our art form is martial arts and through film and through acting and storytelling. And so for us, that's the Vietnamese heritage. We want to express that energy through this platform. How do you think the trauma seeped into the way you guys became or developed? Um, well, I would say whether it was a direct teaching or not, there was a, um, there was a, a big thing on, um, there was a big thing on instilling hard work in us, I would say, yeah. because growing up, our our parents would be working at the swamp meet day in and day out, you know, yeah. and just seeing, you know, my mom at the time, she was like nearing her 50s, you know, and, and my dad nearing his, his 60s, you know, they'd be um, going, going to downtown L.A. carrying boxes, like heavy ass boxes, you know, loading a van in the beating sun, working at an outdoor swamp meet and just growing up, seeing that as a kid, you know, it, it, it not does to something mention, new. Not to mention they threw into that yeah so by the ages of like five and six you know we were getting swole just carrying boxes and shit already so it, it, you know so hard work i would five say six was a young. it was like more like eight or nine yeah sorry eight or nine like, but yeah. i just remember we were young but yeah. um yeah i would say it just instilled hard work and it was, uh, that's the main thing yeah. yeah yeah so um we would um yeah that instilling the idea of hard work and just the way we were raised so anything we decided just put our energy towards we only know how to go 100 or nothing yeah and, and that includes a, like even for uh, yeah that includes what yeah no 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 that, that, that's that's all, that's all i was gonna say and that goes towards whatever we decided to do our passion or art form even if like we went to school like me and Brian aren't really school people. So even if as much as we hated school, the fact that we had to do it, we only knew how to put to go, go full in, you know? Yeah. You guys aren't f school people, but you went a hundred percent into school, right? Yeah. A hundred percent. We went, we even have bachelor's degrees, but we don't, we, we yeah, have, yeah, we don't, we don't really flaunt it, but we, you know, we got, we got college degrees, yeah, we got college <laughs> degrees <laughs> but it, it was more so to satisfy our parents. You yeah. Know? Um, <laughs> what did you guys study in college? Uh, we studied sports science and kinesiology. So basically mm. leading up to being a physical therapist, you know, helping with injuries. And because we thought that was the thing that correlated the most to, to martial arts training, you know, how, learning how to prevent yourself from injuries and just, you know, better your body. So your body. what inspired you guys to go on this journey of martial arts? Um, you know, honestly, I think it was a natural progression because, um, Oh, I think we got cut. Um, we had to start over, but um, it was natural progression because growing up, while our parents were working at the swamp meet, our grandparents took care of us, and um, on the TV all day, they would just be straight up 
Hong Kong martial arts films and uh, TV series, you know, like Theme Ball and, you know, all like the Shaw Brothers, Jackie Chan, Golden Harvest films, Bruce Lee. It was always playing on the TV. And um, I think just seeing that your whole life growing up, uh, it, it's it, it was a natural progression to just pick up martial arts, you know? Yeah, we, we also, um, not to add that, we also got we got picked on a lot. We're, we were all, we've always been social oddballs. Like we, I, I, we, I think, yeah, we've, we've never been normal. I think yeah. that's why we're here today. <laughs> still not with like normal jobs that like our parents want us to, to have, but like yeah. we've always been social oddballs and um, where uh, we got picked on a lot in school. So when you, when you get picked on a lot and you come home and you watch uh, the martial arts heroes like Bruce Lee, uh, or Jackie fight bullies and and rising, you know, rising to rising to the top. Not you know? not not only fighting for zero to hero type shit, you know. Real, yeah. yeah, for real zero to hero stories. <laughs> um, and they're 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 fighting not only for themselves but for like for what they believe in, for what they believe in, and the minorities. And like you watch that, that does something to you. And especially <clears throat> especially when you're young, when you're young like that, like you're like a sponge, you know. So you absorb, like you just absorb what yeah. whatever whatever inspires you when you're young and that like i believe that carries on with you forever yeah and yeah. i think like still today like we carry the sensibilities of what we watched when we were little yeah 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 right. so yeah. <laughs> naturally the progression for us was was martial arts movies and i think that's what ended up being our career path i want to know what was the turning point to where you go i'm going to study this a little harder than other people and then what is that gradual progression that leads you to going deeper and deeper into it and going into the early years of high school we had our phases trying to figure out what we want to do what we want to be identity yeah. crisis I, I we had our like we had our, our emo phase we had know? our emo phases we and had our fair share of like you know gang, like, gangs because yeah, growing up in this area there's a lot of gangs yeah, like you know. yeah so, so we grew up in the the whole uh, the you know the abb you know yeah, ghetto <laughs> vietnamese area right yeah yeah and um <laughs> we uh, it wasn't until like throughout all of that martial arts has always played like a very integral part in our lives yeah. and it wasn't until it was my junior year it was in high school and um it was my it, freshman year as well yeah um at the time youtube was just fresh and there was this viral video out called the urban ninja yeah and um i, I don't know if you if it's still up or it's, it's still, reloaded i watch YouTube, it recently uploaded <laughs> on youtube today but there there's this guy doing parkour and like and um, martial arts and like flips and acrobatics and kicks and flying kicks and at the time if you had a video out like that like i know we could see this stuff all over like instagram TikTok. like it's nothing like it's very normal yeah. today but back then if you had a video like that that would go viral yeah and that was like one of the few only videos of yeah. this guy dressed up as a ninja it, it credits him by the way his name is uh his name is zin wuku i i believe he's also uh part vietnamese as well yeah vietnamese cambodian chinese i believe yeah um, and um he he came to my school for a career day and so he was so yeah, he came to my school and it was the Kent High School. Um, he came during a career day and I saw him like during his presentation, he would literally like, he'd play his video and then he'd like just take us out to like the quad and would like run off the tables, do flips, run off onto the, the senior stage, do backflip <laughs> off it. And for me, that was my first time seeing like flips in real life. Where it's like, oh shit, you don't need wires for this. It's a real thing. Like you, wow. And so like, this was like the closest thing to like, a martial arts movie that I saw, yeah, yeah. you know, that I saw. And um, 
naturally like uh that's when for me that's when it switched it was like oh shit like you can actually do something with this because this guy was he was a stuntman he was making a career out of it and so that's when i was like you can actually do something with this so that's when i i picked up martial arts again i say again because i did train a little bit of chinese wushu chinese martial arts in westminster when i was a kid very little um and i i got through the basics and you know um, but after that, I, I started picking up martial arts again. And at the time, all we were able to afford was YouTube videos and, yeah. and kung fu movies. So then we naturally we just copied, you know, learned from watching. Uh, along the way, we met a lot of friends who friends and peers and mentors who mentors, would teach us uh, who, yeah. a, a lot of martial arts as well. So, yeah. but for the for the most part, a lot of our teachings, I would say, would self taught straight up. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, naturally, if we learn, we watched and learned from kung fu movies. I think our natural progression was to pursue that as a career path. Yeah, yeah. so I, that's naturally how. Through, oh, we graduated high school going into college it was more of like our training years yeah yeah it's more like yeah. giving us time to develop and really um build our character and our style into martial arts you know mm -hmm. and in, into filmmaking into uh, you, learning you know yeah, learning everything you know you could have gone very different paths uh from filmmaking storytelling and i and i've and I've heard it through your interviews <laughs> that it's storytelling filmmaking but you could have gone the competition route to to fight like an MMA or go boxing or, you know, things that are right, more right. Um, combat sports driven, but you guys chose right. to go in the storytelling uh, path. Why? I think, I, I think to a very innate level, we have a story we want to tell. Yeah. Like, like you said, like, like we said earlier, the, you know, the, the trauma from yeah. all the, it's like, you know, we the, have our own story we want to tell. Yeah. And, and also we've had our fair share of doing competitions. Like, I mean, I think I've, I've competed in like a forms division once. Same, that, same here. Yeah, same, here. same with them that we learned on YouTube, you know, like a form I learned on YouTube. So it's not even correct, whatever, you know, but just, um, I would say the competition circuit is, um, it, it's, it's really cool for what it is, you know, but it's also in, in our, in my opinion, it's very standardized. And if you have one thing off, um then you know the the three judges sitting there they'll you know take our points or whatever and it's like so what if i don't want to hold my thumb this way what if i want to do this you know and when you do oh, martial arts moves you can do whatever the fuck you want you can, you do, you can express yeah, how you want you know yeah it's more it's more of an like if you um he, he asked about combat sports but oh combat sports sorry. ryan's talking about forms division yeah like right, a competition so, in general you know yeah so, so like in, in chinese martial arts or wushu they they do forms divisions where or like forms where you go on on the on the floor you do your routine and um i i, I didn't dive into it much so I'm, I'm i'm not too knowledgeable but to my understanding like the judges are very detailed yeah like if you do a push palm and your fingers off like this by a little bit like you get points deducted like it's mm -hmm. so standardized and uh, uh just in our personal opinion um in our personal opinion and like it, it, it takes away the art, like the creative. Yeah, you know, it takes away your your your, your, your a true creative. expression. It takes that away. That's yeah. what. Um, but with that that being said, like all the props of the world, to like the athletes who they're competing. sick. They're fucking sick. Yeah. yeah, like just physically, what they're able to do and and they're competing in, it's just like it's it's just like mind blowing. Yeah. Um, it's mind blowing how far yeah. they're 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 able to take it too. You know. And I I don't know how i would survive in that to be honest 
<laughs> I feel like we're more creatives. Yeah. So like we like to yeah. we like to learn rules to break rules. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of like our philosophy yeah. at, mm. as martial artists. We learn the rules. Um so then we can break up. Sometimes we don't even learn the rules. Yeah, we just... <laughs> <laughs> we're like so. Uh, so how does that work? Okay, A to B. Okay, how do we fill that in? You know, that's that's kind of our. We we fancy ourselves the Shaolin rebels. Yeah, Shaolin rebels. But, but why not fighting? Why not combat sports? <clears throat> um, I I think we just never really took uh like I I think because we were exposed to the art so much. Yeah. Like for us, it was always the art, the artistic side. Like we like the flashiness, we yeah. like the performance aspect, we like the showmanship. So for us, that's that's what we naturally gravitated towards. Um, yeah. As far as fighting goes, like I've 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 tried sparring. I'm not that good at it. <laughs> uh, We've had our our, our uh, fair share of dabbling in fighting and sparring, I love but you guys, man. We just end up getting our ass kicked. So it's like, yo, let's just stick to performing, man. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe this ain't it, Chief. <laughs> but but again, kudos to to fighters. They're, oh my god, because like I, I like their training is uh is nuts, bro. A whole nother level. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And all credit to like the fight circuit UFC. They're doing an amazing job with what they're doing. God damn, you guys are so and, and that sport's only growing. You know, they're they're pushing the forefront at the combat end. Yeah, I, I feel like it's just our duty to push it in the artistic the film side the, yeah because yeah, there's martial and there's art right so where we like i feel like we occupy the art, art side yeah, yeah 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 i i love how genuine <laughs> and, and authentic you guys are because um you, it's funny to hear you guys say wow wait, that's not for us and you know we're on the art side and the way you guys present it is just funny <laughs> yeah. it's just truth yeah <laughs> Yeah, now, let's go back to what you were saying that you guys have a story. You said you guys want to tell a story. Um, is that one story or is that you guys want to tell many stories? It's many stories. Many stories it's, yeah. it's just whatever, um, what we're feeling, what we're genuinely feeling, the stage in our lives. You know, the journey of a martial yeah, artist. It, like film can reflect it. Yeah. Um, um, I don't want to spoil too much right now because we're developing our first like our first real feature film passion project that like will explain it a lot in detail, but I will just say like, <laughs> um, like, yeah, I, I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but I, I will just say, I will just say the martial arts journey going from zero to hero. Yeah. yeah. Going from, um, see like in my opinion, most hero movies today tell that story of, um, Oh, I'm the lead. Uh, I have I, I happen to have these superpowers, and I have a responsibility to like do great things with yeah. it, right? And um, but I just want to be a normal person. For us, it's actually the other way around. Yeah. For us, like thirty, like like martial arts movies, like Thirty Six Chambers of Shaolin, Ooh. where you see the 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 hero go from zero, like this person is is at zero and wants to become a master to share something with the world yeah. and going through the 36 chambers, the actual training chambers and to see the, the, the hard work that like a martial artist has yeah. to put. We don't in. have movies like, we like, don't have like movies that like that anymore. Yeah. 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 Like where it's like, uh, uh, like I will say like 36 chambers of Shaolin was unapologetically an hour of it was unapologetically a training, <laughs> like training montage. montage. Yeah. 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 And I don't, I, maybe it's because the audience, doesn't have can't retain that now can't like yeah. they don't have the attention span to watch someone like go through a chamber train really hard 
fails, watch him fail, stand back up and keep going. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think it's like that. Those stories are like, like, you know, the Rocky movies, like those stories are, I feel like they're not like, they're not as prominent today. And yeah. we want to tell stories like that, like our journey, what we had to go through to, you know, to get to where we want to be. Yeah. And just that, that, that channeling all that, that Vietnamese heritage <laughs> trauma, that all the trauma, that fire, the morals and yeah. the ethics that we learned growing up in, you know, the Vietnamese house, you know, with the Vietnamese upbringing, like it's just, uh, it, it's hard to pinpoint, but yeah, I'm just telling you in a, in a general sense, like yep. these, stories like these we want to tell. Yeah. Well, what's um, the hardest part about putting together a feature film, like what you're talking about? Definitely. The yeah. writing, because we're very meticulous. Yeah. Um, we're, we're very specific with what we want and we also get inspired really easily. Yeah. And, and <laughs> yeah, we got very inspired very easily and, and it's just the writing portion, right? Like I can't even begin to imagine what production is going to look like. Yeah. Cause you're going to have to, that's when you start dealing with personalities and you're trying to explain, you're trying to explain your vision, your vision, but we're like we're dumbasses, right? We're 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 we know the vision in our heads, but, but we can't and we can we can't express it through through, through the art, through the art, through the craft. But we can't explain it. Yeah, <laughs> as, it's like as you can innate. see, we're we're very uh, yes, yeah. Um, we're not very good with words. It, it's like this innate <clears throat> feeling that we can't express, but we can't say. You know, it, it can't be yeah. told only. Yeah, th th this is actually um, and I, I noticed this is actually like kind of a. Uh, uh, recurring like artists I notice artists like they're so they can be so in their own head sometimes that when they try to explain their vision it doesn't really come out right yeah yeah because uh they, they just they, they'd rather just express it through the music or express it through, through the their art, art you know movement whatever whatever their um, their their craft is you know yeah but for, but uh for us yeah um is creating the vision is aka the writing portion the storytelling portion and um because we're we're so picky yeah. And then I'd say next beyond that would be trying to convey it into our team that we're producing it with. Yeah. Um, we would be producing it with and then, uh, and then bringing it to life. But we've, we have like a roster that we've worked with on our, with our YouTube yeah. over the years. We, that we, we have a Marshall club family, you know, uh, yeah, our, with, our, some of our closest friends yeah. and family who are always, you know, who, who yeah. have been, willing uh to help and you know get down and dirty with us yeah. throughout the years you know we have a family yeah now. and people people we trust and yeah. and and they trust us so um yeah so in in terms that's in terms of carrying it out but at the moment like in development stages it's always the writing because, yeah. so that's so it. when you say it's the writing right and are you finding that it's hard to sequence the story uh for each scene and then for each act are you having trouble building sort of like the overall story arc and the characters or are you just having uh difficulties with all the above <laughs> yeah i would say all, the, all above. Of the above like I, I, i'm gonna be honest i've never i mean we've never written a feature film before like most of our work has been YouTube, On right? YouTube. Doing a, a 5, 10, 15 minute a short 20 film. A 20-minute short film is different from a... Yeah, the most we did was a 20-minute short film. Yeah, you know. And, uh, and like, but doing a 90-minute film is, like, the story structure is different. You know. And, um, yeah, and it's not like we've ever taken any, like... Professional writing Professional classes. writing classes. Yeah. Yeah. I think we just watch a lot of movies, and we absorb it ourselves, and we just 
just starting from ground zero starting from starting from zero. scratch yeah yeah but yeah. the yeah. reason I'm, I'm asking these questions is because when the movie finally comes out i i want people to hear and go back and say this is how difficult this shit is yeah hell oh, yeah hell yeah. yeah this shit is not easy because uh easy. i've started and stopped many many times as well it's not easy I know oh, yeah, sure. you yeah. have to like we we've, we've started on one and then but, when but we get inspired for this other idea yeah. and you get thrown yeah, off. We'll, we'll, we'll start writing something else and then once we if yeah. we're not on that we go back to the original and we're like oh shit it's pretty good it's yeah it's pretty lit dude let's let's go back you know so it's like <laughs> it's uh it's like uh, within the last like three years we probably have like three scripts written yeah that are all really rough and scrappy you know but we understand it in our well, heads, we, you know yeah we understand yeah. it in our heads. yeah <laughs> so. you, you know um people oftentimes question like why uh doesn't vietnamese people have better movies out right from both in vietnam and the u.s why are we not make better more. content well it's hard and it's hard as fuck to yeah do this stuff people don't sometimes understand <laughs> no. oh, i was like, like oh vietnamese is piece of shit no once you do it once you get involved in it you realize like it takes years and years and years to get good at storytelling and uh, like you guys are like dedicated and you guys find it how difficult it is so you know i want to hear what makes it difficult and why is it so hard because even if you have the money the training the resources it all starts with the story all right. starts with that yep and i i, I think uh i used to uh, we're guilty of like watching movies and like man that was a shitty movie but now we can watch films and, and like, be like if it, even if it's a shitty film, we're like, Brian's okay. like, yeah, we understand. Yeah, yeah. We it has it. its tropes like, that we're able yeah, to you know, still like, learn from, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, no one sets out to make a shitty movie. Exactly. exactly. Like, and so like, you can't blame them. So like, when we're watching movies with like our friends or whatnot, like we're big horror movie fans and you know, there's a lot of shitty horror movies out there. Like if we watch for <laughs> fun, right? And, um, um, and uh, like our friends are like, oh, that movie was shit. That movie was shit. It was like a B movie or whatever, right? And we're just like, dude, like it's hard, man. It's, it's at hard. least they got a film off the floor. Exactly. <laughs> you know, like, you give him at least that. Like, exactly, man. Like, like who are we to talk? We've never gotten any film off the floor. You know? Yeah, yeah. Dude, and that's just true, true humility right there. Is yeah, for you to have that mindset to understand like this shit is no joke. Um, and it's like people who have been doing this for years and years and years are out doing it and even then they fall flat on their face all the time and we yeah. don't get that opportunity very often to make movies so we got to keep making them until they get better and yep. how many of us are in the trenches fighting to make movies and and i mean that literally and, and figuratively right yeah. there's not a whole lot of Vietnamese people in the movie business so we need to get more people in the business more people in support of like teams of like what you're doing to support uh, our stories and our movie making and you know songwriting and all of it you know all the art that we yeah. are trying to do in the world right right all right yeah it's uh and the more you dive into it like you you appreciate other art forms yeah yeah like when you're like 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 i'll just give you an example like i'll watch a film and i'm like that scene wasn't actually that good but like the, the soundtrack was really good, so it made it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And sometimes you can have a complete shitty movie, but if the soundtrack is good, it could totally. it, could, yeah. it could make up for it, you know? Yeah. And then you start thinking about the music and the, you know, yeah. and the... 
and and you learn you draw and learn inspiration from every little detail yeah. you know yeah and like I, i've had like not like I, just because i have respect for the art and i don't want to like dive myself into another thing but like i even thought about composing or something. yeah composing <laughs> our own music just, like, just, just to you know you know <laughs> just because like you have this you'll be writing the scene and you're like fuck i have it in yeah. my head like, i know what I know what type of energy I want. Like, uh, I just fucking compose this myself. Dude. Yeah. That's yeah. What <laughs> so, um, anyways, so yeah. Yeah. Fine. But you, do you write also? You. Uh, yeah, I spent twenty years learning it. Um, classes, and I, I went through undergrad. Um, I didn't major in it, but I had classes and <laughs> in undergrad at USC. I oh, took cool. Extension classes at UCLA. I've had um, seminar classes. I've gone to one on one with uh, private screenwriting instruct instructors. That was probably the, the the most like I've spent in 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 terms of the arts training uh, yeah. in my life is putting stories together, and I still cannot have the confidence to say you know what this is it. It's, I, it's I, I, the more you learn about it, the more you realize like yeah, this is like a rabbit hole but, that you can go down forever, forever, exactly, yeah, and, and never get good, good, good at. It, it like I think we already had our fair share with that with martial arts. So like doing that with like writing or film, any aspect of filmmaking, it's like never a new process. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know how many artists are like that? There's even at the top levels, I've, I've watched guys who've made many movies. They're plagued with the same problem because oh, life wow. is like, you know, as an artist, we we're just always seeing how beautiful things are and how cool. And you know, we're like, Oh my God, that story is amazing. And then, so you kind of drift from your main, your main story that you've been writing yeah. and then you Dude, just that happened literally <laughs> just yesterday yeah 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 we, we had a writing session where we had this one we, we, we had we had this right we had the idea locked for the most part and then we were watching a video and that video it just like, lit a fire to do something fuck just change the whole movie now we could change the whole movie right here right, right now right now like it's like if it's ever time to do it yeah so we explored that area that we were inspired by for like a good like three four, four hours yeah, three four hours and then we just end up just going back to the original idea because we're you know yeah. yeah, but it, it takes that process to know whether you want to go in that direction or not, you know, or yeah. change what. No, yeah. And and I've seen like um, I saw a meme recently. It was a, I think it was a Taika meme, and he's oh, like, yeah. he's like, <laughs> even if you sat there and wrote for and what, uh, like you have a writing session, right? Eight hours of doing nothing, but your document is still blank. That still counts as writing. Yeah. Mm. I was like, yeah, dude, I get it. I get it. You know, you uh, know, it's like we have the good ideas, but executing and writing yeah. the good, that's the hard part. We usually have a, we have a third teammate. Um, unfortunately, couldn't be here with us today. Daniel. Yeah. Um, he's our, uh, he, uh, he's very, um, he's more of the spokesperson. Yeah. More of the literate one. So that's like, we create, as Marshall Club, we create this three. This, this whole trio, dynamic. Yeah. This trio dynamic. Um, Brian's like the Ross of energy. I'm like, I'm like the flashy one. And then Daniel's he's like, like the, the articulate he's one. He's like the one who holds himself. He's like our big brother. Yeah. He's the one who like, so he uh, during, watches over us too. Yeah. He makes sure that, that we don't stray too hard, you know, stray yeah. too far. Yeah. Yeah. So, so during interviews, he, uh, he does most of the talking Yeah, and then most of the articulating <laughs> onto paper. Yeah. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Um, so yeah, I think like we'd be fucked if we didn't have him. <laughs> <laughs> how how did you? We love Daniel. Oh, okay, so you two are brothers, right? Yeah. And so when yeah. did you meet Daniel? Daniel, right? Yeah, Daniel. So I think we met him around 2000 and 
10? No, earlier. No, nine, what? maybe. 2009, actually. So <laughs> um, in our area, in Orange County, there's this um, open gym facility where it's, it's like a gymnastics facility. But after hours, I guess they have like an open gym time of like three hour gap. You can pay at the time you can pay five bucks and just come in, train and just do whatever you want, you know? Yeah. So in, in was, Orange County, there was this hub of like... It was in, a hotbed for martial arts. Yeah, it was a hotbed for martial arts and tricking. And that's where people from different martial arts teams, you know... Um, uh, they go and they practice their acrobatics yeah. at this <clears throat> open gymnastics facility. Yeah. And um, me and Brian were a part of a high school team. At the time, it was called Monkeys Flying High. Yeah, Team MFA with pride. That was, pride, that was yeah. our little uh, yeah. performance team back then, you yeah. know? And, and Daniel was a part of the Kama, which is the UCI's martial arts demo uh, demonstration team. Yeah, yeah. And um, and there was, like, other groups there, too, like EMC Monkeys. Yeah. And, uh, you know... Uh, other tricking, tricking teams, teams, dance teams, dance even, teams. they would come B through. B-Boys would come through. Yeah. It was, like, just a big hub of, like, a lot of, of martial arts rolled through, but a lot of other forms of movement. Yeah. would train there and um that's where we met and that we uh i we came from a separate team and he came from uci's demo team so we were like i wouldn't say rival but but there's always that sense like oh a different team is here we got to show them up you yeah know? We, got, we got to give them a thing or two so we'll go fucking hard you know yeah <laughs> it, it was like yeah it was it was pretty much like that yeah and um we would come in there and we we would uh we noticed though i noticed Dima, daniel we call him Dima because his name is Daniel Moss. And our code name for him is Dima. Dima. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was, he was practicing like, like a, a, a praying mantis, like Shaolin, like form. And I'm like, oh shit, I recognize that from the movies, you know? Yeah. I was like, you know. And you'll teach me that. You I know? was like, yo, I just watched Shaolin mantis yesterday. Like, can, you know, like, can you teach me that? And, you know, and then I re we learned that me, Brian and Daniel, uh, us three, we have a, uh, a very um, common interest. Common interest in in kung fu films. Yeah, he has a very deep knowledge in not just kung fu films, but right. within kung fu. Yeah. So if you want, like, if we needed an encyclopedia of like, like history of like, anything, yeah, details, like, you know, what's the history of like praying mantis style? What's the history of tai chi? Like, he would. Oh, he, he'll he, he'll like he'll he will go to the depths. You know, yeah, he knows it. He knows freaking it. everything because he's the traditionalist. <laughs> yeah, you know, he came from an actual school. Yeah. Me and Brian, we came. I guess you could say more more or less from the streets yeah yeah um um and uh we we had this common interest in kung fu films but with coming from different backgrounds um and uh yeah and over the years as like you know over the years our teams died out you know like the team that we were in team mfh yeah, eventually we, we they they died out and then daniels graduated from college no no longer a part of the demo team at UCI's and then like so we just stuck together us three yeah and then we just went on then we started one day like we should just start this because we all had this common interest for martial arts films so one day we just picked like, up hey, hey, pick, you let's shoot something you know yeah we picked up a camera and then we just like started recording like our homemade fight scenes like our action sequences <laughs> mm. and that's kind of what got us started and yeah. us three, um, we, we put them up on YouTube, not thinking much of it. They're yeah. scuts and we're just having fun with it. But I think um, over time, like, I think it was um, the, how the, the combination between how we're just kids having fun, but with this martial arts skill, like 
how they kind of contradict each other, but at the same time work together in synergy. Yeah. It's like Jackie Chan, right? Jackie Chan, he's like this innocent, nice, it's very fun energy. Fun, fun energy. Yeah. But he's so skilled at martial arts. Yeah, yeah. We carried that energy, and I think that's what attracted and and the and this passion for martial arts too. Yeah. And that's what started gaining over time. We noticed putting our martial arts nonsense on YouTube. Over time, we started gaining traction. Yeah. And before we knew it, one of our videos went viral. I think our first one was. The yeah, the Ipman. So, so we then, we realized there was a pattern. Oh, during the time, I mean, there's always um, change in like algorithms on social media, you know. So it's never exact. But there was this one specific. There was a certain algorithm that we followed on YouTube to help gain traction and, and to get our videos more. We, no, well, no, you know. Well, the algorithm for us was to not follow any algorithm. That's true. Yeah, we. The algorithm, algorithm for us was to was to because the algorithm like most. YouTubers, social media influencers, they would um, chase like whatever's hype, you know, whatever's hype, yeah. right? Um, we had that mentality, but we only chased the stuff that we were passionate about. Yeah. So like if like, an oh, Ip Man 3 is coming out. Okay. Let's make a Ip Man like short film, like, and let's see where it goes. And we shoot. And then like it caught the attention of Donnie Yen. It caught the attention of, you know, Wogo, the distributors who like, you know, yeah. uh, put out the film and like it, it just gained virality. And over the years, like there were just, a, you know, we gained a, a fan base and we eventually it was end of 2019, 2020 was when we started getting um, reached out to by like directors. That's when the Daniels reached out yeah, to for us. For everything everywhere. To work on um, everything everywhere. All. I know there's Paper Tigers that was preceding probably all of this stuff. Was that the first film that you guys got into or I believe um I we mean were, we've worked on yeah, TV shows yeah, music videos you know cuz we uh, be, be, before um going on our journey we 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 were working in stunts for a bit you know we did like little oh. commercials that were local you know um little uh, music videos music videos here and there so we we done TV shows too. oh yeah like little like 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 a like a day player like a one day thing on like a TV show yeah. just little things we've done know. we've done some really odd gigs yeah um, odd jobs just and, yeah. and you guys were still working as sports uh therapists yeah. at the time we never had real jobs yeah we were we were uh we were still in college during the time we were uh trying to trying to get little stunt gigs here and there you yeah. know so yeah. so in college we had this phase of like oh like Let's just get our degree to satisfy our parents. At the same time, let's just go do stunts. Like yeah. at the time, it was stunts. Yeah, I was like, yes, yeah, stunts. As soon do? as we got into stunts, like we we started working here and there, music videos, yeah. little odd gigs, right, um, to get by. And um, we learned real quickly that working as just a stuntman is not enough for us. Yeah, because we're creators. Yeah, um, we're very expressive. Yeah. And stunt stunt performers. Um, all credit to them. All credit to them because uh, they're they're the ones who make the actors and yeah. the, the people with the vision. They help carry it out. Yeah. And, and, and and they, they, they make put, the actors look good, you know. And they put their bodies on the line. Yeah. Um, but we learned really quickly that playing as just a stunt player is not enough. Yeah. Um like we're we're not soldiers. Soldiers, you know. It's like <laughs> we're we're more so the idealistic yeah. creators, you know, we want to create. Right. Yeah, yeah. And so um, um <clears throat> the in the stunt so we learned like after one or two years of just hustling and trying to get into stunts isn't easy tough either yeah. especially was, if you're an oddball and you don't follow this certain format we're of, not yeah <clears throat> like in stunts like some they're like 
you know, they're trends, they're, they're trends things. and like, we're not trend followers. Yeah. So we, we really quickly just like we stuck out quick, yeah. you know, stuck on like a sore thumb where it's like, okay, you cannot work in yeah. stuff. And I think it was pretty that, obvious to that's us. That's when we started taking YouTube, like a little, yeah. we, all that, like we started taking YouTube a little more seriously. We're like, we'll just do our own thing. Let's we'll just yeah. do YouTube and let's just see where it goes, you know? Yeah. And that was around the same time was when our, our fan base and our videos started, started to pick up, you know, right. uh, unlucky stars was our first feature film appearance. You know, right. Really, really Sorry. It's, it's been a long journey. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and then the next one was paper. Tigers. Yeah, paper Those tigers. two were indie, indie action guys too. Um, Bao was a part of that scene. And then he, you know, I, it's a small world. Everyone kind of knows each other. So, um yeah. he helped he had me he reached out to me to do the pitch for it so like early on yeah right? the like, very early pitches to get the film you know started was uh he did it with me um and i played the lead and uh it was called the challenger it's on i think it's still on youtube it's on, it's on our, our channel it's on, it's our, on our channel, channel. Yeah. yeah um it's a short film and uh yeah and after that uh later he just brought us back on to play those those fun roles and the, which coincidentally worked perfectly for us because it was the mar the ragtag martial arts mystics. Yeah. I, I think Bao said he actually wrote it wrote those in specifically for us, you know, just basing it off how we were and our styles, you know, and how, how we can fit the character. So I think he wrote that in for us. And right. He, yeah, yeah. But but that doesn't now that I'm listening to all this, that's not what like got the attention of like the bigger studios, like No, the bigger studio was youtube yeah i'm straight up went on yeah. youtube yeah i mean i guess you could say with Bao with, with Bao as well you know i but think we already kind of had mutual friends and yeah we had mutual friends we had our <laughs> thing going but i think um um thanks to Bao, you know um being on paper tigers was what you know it helped really put our name yeah in you know showing that we can uh carry being in a movie you know yeah. I, I i think that's one thing that helps solidify that you know right yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then the bigger studios came later because even after Paper Tigers, we went back and we kept doing YouTube. Kept doing YouTube Because YouTube was always the platform we could honestly just express ourselves and not have to worry about dealing with, you know, directors, personalities. Like, I mean, there are some good directors out there, but not exactly the ones that, you know, because we have our own vision too, you know? And it's it's not like we don't, they're bad directors. It's just uh, it's different, our you visions. Know? Yeah. Don't, Line. and we, youtube was always a place we could just be free 100 percent unapologetically authentically us <clears throat> yeah right and so it was that um and it got the attention of uh was it the daniels first or was it brad was i think it was the daniel oh no kind of the same time because yeah. i remember while working on so we were we were approached by the same time yeah for for shang chi and uh, everything everywhere. everything everywhere at once at roughly the same time yeah i remember doing um we were rehearsing during shang chi and i got this email yeah. saying like you know having this offer like it was a facebook message from the daniels believe it or not that that's how yeah you know <laughs> they, they messaged us on facebook it was like hey i i promise i'm real <laughs> We are directors. We want you in this Michelle Yeoh movie. Can you you have time to talk? Literally, that was a message. You know, that's how and then we, odd they are. But yeah. it's cute. Yeah, you, I love them. You, you've seen the film. <laughs> you've seen the film. I have. Okay. Okay. Yes. All, so All imagine the films that you guys have been in. Perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you for the it, support, man. dude. Um, and uh, you should imagine. You should. You should have seen their first drafts that were like. Imagine that movie in written screenplay form chaotic and, and, and in a not how uh, imagine how confusing it is you know yeah like jumping from universe to universe and and um and keep in mind it was like right. a draft so it wasn't right 
clean either, you know? So yeah. <laughs> and 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 their and their 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 draft was very noty. It was like us. It was like how we were, you know. Like we our our drafts are very noty because like we're illiterate. Like we can't really write well. Yeah. <laughs> so we just put like we just we just like write it in ways that we would understand. Yeah. It was it was very it was very endearing. Yeah, endearing, yeah. When we finally met with them and they were like trying to explain to us and like they were exactly like us, kind of yeah. like they had all this energy and this vision, but they were like stumbling over their words and they were like trying yeah. to catch we, up. We didn't them. understand what the hell they were saying, but we did realize one thing was that they had heart and they were very much just like they were us, like just us. like Marshall Club, you know? And oh. that's why we're like, yo we actually believe in what they do. Like, fuck it. They have heart. Like, let's, 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 let's go to the end with them, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so like, you know, fast forward two years later, a match made in heaven. Right. Like, I think, um, yeah, we, we just, uh, like we look at them and we're like, we're very alike in the same ways. Yeah. A lot of the same ways. Yeah. And, um, yeah. So I think that's, that's exactly what, uh, brought us together. Yeah. yeah. And they, they, they came from like, from like from, from not YouTube from, from, from like Vimeo, you know, yeah, like they they had really popular, uh, really popular videos on Vimeo, yeah, short, yeah, short Vimeo, films. YouTube, yeah, they they came from like a similar background, yeah, gorilla style, you yeah. know, yeah. At the same time, we were also like in talks with like Brad Allen, who's like the second unit director on um, and Jackie Chan's stunt team, like he's an OG, and he was second unit directing Shang Chi, and uh, so at the same time, like we were talking to the Daniels and talking with them working schedules. I even remember there was one day of rehearsal at um like we had this period of rehearsals at with everything everywhere and I had to take like a week off and go do previous rehearsals for Shang-Chi. So it was like two things going on at the same time. Um I almost lost like one of them because you had to do yeah. Yeah. It was, to, like, it was a point where we had to pick and choose. Yeah. We didn't have managers or agents at the time yet, so we were just talk on emails ourselves like i have rehearsal this day can we you know like yeah it was just and, and learning yeah trying to balance things out you know yeah and um luckily i finished my last shooting day on everything everywhere for the next day i flew out to australia to do shang chi so for me it was a back-to-back -back, like wow yeah it was crazy so it was just like it felt like all the years on youtube like and like training and eating shit with your brothers like sometimes like doing videos like doing short films that you're very passionate about but don't get the views that you were like hoping you know because as humans we seeing the view sometimes like we'll put our hearts into a certain project and it doesn't do well. it goes nowhere you know yeah like, and it does it, get discouraging yeah and mm. the youtube route was definitely hard but it, all of a sudden it felt like it paid off yeah like in spurts yeah like all the hours the blood sweat, <laughs> and tears that you know just putting all into this three minute video that you just post online you know yeah. it just you know yeah. during the process it feels like fuck it's going nowhere like you know, should we just go work at a fly restaurant you know this shit gets yeah. hard dude yeah. like it's, it's not paying any money you, you get nothing from it literally but yeah. over time we, like, we did it for the craft though. yeah for the craft for the art you know just for the pure love of it just there, straight passion there, you know? there was this one short where um actually did supreme art there was this one short where i did a stunt and i i like did like a front flip and a half onto a table and i split my chin i had to get stitches um and it was like we're literally putting our lives on the line <laughs> and literally like blood sweat and tears into this craft and it's just at the end of the day it's a youtube video and we never know if it would go like viral yeah, or you know. anywhere or not but over time like like it, it, that's when i started to believe that like if you have like 
a dry period where like shit's not looking good, there's going to be like a payoff somewhere. Yeah. Something's yeah. going to skyrocket. So afterward, like, those it's like moments like that. And this was like long periods. It made it feel like uh, it, it, it keeps you fighting, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It keeps you, you hungry. Yeah. yeah keep you hungry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What it sounds to me like is when you did everything everywhere and uh, Shang-Chi uh, during those times, it was tumultuous. It was a lot of work, a lot of being everywhere. Every, you know, yeah. you, you had to be very spread. Has that, speed and that velocity continued up until today is it still the same frenetic pace that you guys are experiencing um we are however we do understand our worth so we we are being approached by quite a bit but we do understand our worth and we understand like how hunger like we are with vision wise so like we would only we're we're working you know we're negotiating a lot right now but we're like taking deals that would ultimately make sense yeah. with our path. With so our, I, yeah, like I wouldn't go take another stunt job right now. Like yeah, it yeah. just doesn't like just like another it, it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense, you know. But like sense. if it's like if it's like developing like your own film then or or we're all for it, yes, you know. Like like, like a creative like or like something more on the creative side like or action designing if it makes sense for a project we believe in then maybe but sure. you know it has to make sense for yeah. us because we we do understand our worth yeah we're, we're actually hella picky with our jobs we're hella picky <laughs> with our jobs because we're, we're we understand our worth now we know our bandwidth because as artists we have bandwidth yeah we have bandwidth like we can't like um like like you have to save it for what matters yes. Yeah, exactly. And I, I know you probably understand as a writer too. You probably like have certain bandwidth that you're gonna like. Okay, I'm gonna put it towards writing, you know, or put it towards this. Yeah, that's something that's more important. So yeah, that's yeah. uh, yeah. So that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. First of all, I also want to congratulate you um on everything everywhere. You know, watching that film um, you you know, it's such a uh a wonderful accomplishment from the directors and it's you know all of the work that you guys have put into it um so you know it's a, it's a huge accomplishment with the movie like shang chi of course that goes without saying you know at that marvel level you know but i i feel like at everything everywhere you have more input uh in terms of your right. movement and creation yeah, I, right yeah it's definitely. it's a independent nature yeah. of the filmmaking as because that daniels are very much like indie background so they they have the independent nature and that's when you know creatively you just you could just have a lot more freedom at a level like marvel uh, you know a lot of money big studios and a lot of heads and a lot of personalities a lot of people and so there's less room for creative input yeah um but uh, uh you know of course we fight for it you know and try to bring the best what we can to the project like if they're gonna if, if if Marvel like they they like they they want us to make this project, like we're gonna do our best to try to make sure that this like we bring our best, you know. Yeah. Um. On everything, everywhere, we had a lot more like, I would say, creative freedom, creative, creative freedom. freedom. Yeah. Yeah. Um, creative freedom, just simply by the sheer independent nature and just how much the Daniels trusted us. Yeah. Because like, 
like I don't think any other directors would trust an indie group of ragtag misfits like us. Yeah, know? to we're, be like, yo, yeah. here, go and shoot your own previsuals. We're gonna do it oh. shot for shot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's like, oh shit. Like like coming up to the day, we were still worried, like, yeah. oh yo, are are, the, are are they just gonna bust the traditional and master Sean just get bullshit coverage here and there? But no, they, they like stuck to the program. They like <laughs> they, they had the previs on the monitor and shit. Yeah. And they're falling that to like the very to very T. And I was yeah. like, yo, this is this is it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And the yeah. fact that we got to work with Michelle, yeah, know, yeah, Michelle, like we grew up, you know, we watching, I, yeah. we, we know every, we know every kick and punch she's thrown on screen, yeah, you know, so it's like she was funny. She would tell stories, and I knew exactly, exactly what which, she which movies she would be talking about. <laughs> like we were talking about, like, like Brian worked on the show recently, and he's like, oh yeah, I kicked someone in the face or in the throat, and she's like, yeah, I'd never kick someone in the throat. But I did to knock out a stuntman once, and I knew exactly which the movie, the movie and and the scene that she did. Yeah, the scene the shot too. You know, yeah, it's funny. Dude. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, you know, that that brings me to a, another question that I when I look at you two, and now that I know about Dima, um, when producers come up to you as a team and says, "You know what? I only want Brian, or I only want Dima, or I only want Andy." Like, hey. is that how does it go? I mean. It's like, it's like, it's like, uh, well, we have management now. Yeah, we. Yeah, have, it's weird to say management because Mike's our friend. Yeah, he. he our, a, our manager is his name is Mike. He's one of our a very good friend of ours. Yeah, he's know? he just happens to be good at business. Yeah, so then he he kind of like he kind of does the negotiating for us. You know, like if they if they he, do come up and say, hey, I want um only Dima, or I want only Andy, I want only Brian. If it makes sense for the project, sure, you know, yeah. if it makes sense. But he'll he'll push everyone else. Yeah, he'll always push to yeah. you know try to keep us a trio in these projects. Yeah. yeah, like he'll you know he'll be like, you want Dima, you can take him, but just so you know, we have all these talents, too. <laughs> you know, and it's not just us three. We have a family. Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. We have a family of friends who. Like, it's it's like to put it in the groups. It's like the main core team is. Um, uh, Dima, Andy, and, and myself, you know, and we have like a whole family that's helped us, you know, throughout the years on all our short films, just, you know, uh, like most of them work like, 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 like a nine to five job, but on their free time, they're always willing to come out and help, you know, yeah. and like, we're, we're actually very blessed to have, yeah. you know, such supportive and good friends like that, you know, very yeah. cool. Yeah. Do you guys ever think you guys will go back to Vietnam to make movies? Uh, that's on the agenda for sure. That's yeah. on the agenda, but I, I just feel like um, a lot of opportunities opened up here, opened up here right, right now. You moment. know, like yeah. we take it as it comes, yeah. and down the line, like it, it's definitely in our agenda. Yeah, and and if there's and it, it would be, it would definitely be easier too if we could just if we do it here first. Yeah, yeah definitely. Then right. a lot the rides, you know. Yeah, yeah. the leverage is different. Yeah, yeah the totally, is totally. Different. And yeah. have you? both been to vietnam yeah we worked on a film in vietnam yeah in 2000 um, um oh and 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 that was actually our first movie what like one thing no that was our second movie. yeah in uh, 2016 one of our good friends um andy long he had a, a feature film uh called look one thing i think that's like the it's like the vietnamese uh, shakespeare kind of you know like the vietnamese kind of shakespeare it's I, a folk tale. Not, it's, it's a folk tale, tale folktale you know and he just had us come on to, um, as, to an, as an action team as an action team to just help um choreograph the fights and just be in the movie as stuntmen you know and i think but that, that was, was a learning curve a, a really big learning curve. yeah big learning curve for us to just yeah. be in vietnam First learning time, to work in those 
ghetto situations, you know. Because yeah. cause you you know damn well Vietnam ain't like Hollywood. They're ghetto. You don't, you don't have trailers in Vietnam, dude. Yeah. You know, our, our first work day was uh, 24 hours, 6 a.m. to 6 a.m. And I was like, yo, fuck, dude. Yes. This is some next level shit. Four, four, six hours sleep and then repeat. Yeah. Not Holy yet. That was literally four hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And yeah. it's just it was it was like the learning curve of like not yeah. just being you don't, you don't it's not like Hollywood where you sit in your trailer and then come out in front of the camera when the AD calls you. It's like it hands you're, on. You're hands on. You're holding the ropes for the wires, or you're like standing by with the mats. You're always watching. Always watching. Oh, do you guys need mats? We bring it in. You oh, know. Yeah. Oh, like the oh, you you, you got you guys need an extra hand on the lights. Yo, I'll help you hold. I don't know what I'm doing <clears> at the time, but yeah, I hold. You know, I'll just you just. You just no. kind of jump in and, and it's hands on. It's, you know? it's very YouTube in a way. Yeah, yeah. It, it was primitive. like, yeah, very primitive, like very gorilla style. Our, our 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 fallback style of filmmaking is very primitive gorilla style. Yeah, it's like yo, whatever you can capture in front of the, with yeah. in front of the camera, that's all that matters. It doesn't yeah. matter what goes on behind, as long as you get the fucking shot. That's how we. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, because people, um, you know, we've worked we've worked on all different types of levels of productions and we find just what's efficient for us. Yeah. For us, we, works, you know? yeah, for us, it just, we just happen to know what we want in the frame. So let's just make everything happen. So we capture <laughs> right in the frame. Yeah. There's no need to be like, Oh, how about the background over there? We're not going to look that way. It doesn't fucking matter. Look at this way, period. You know, I'm not going to put that in edit. So it doesn't matter. You know, like, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But because we're used to working on budget, we don't have the luxury to do that. Yeah. 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 Do you no. all feel like, there could be a lot more yes. things that could be done in a right. fresh way. Or do you feel like everything that can never be done has already been done? And now it's just an issue of how it's being done. A lot more to do. We, we got some ideas to yeah. do things in a fresh way. Yeah, I, I think um, uh, to, to what you're saying, like Crash and Hidden Dragon, definitely, I think the early 2000s was... Um, was good for martial arts was in good. America. In America, that was when um, all, yet, all, yet, the all the masters came... Over to America to like choreograph and like direct action scenes, yeah. you know. Jackie was coming up. Jet yeah. Li was coming Jackie, up. Jackie, Jet Li, even the Matrix, you know, Crash Dragon, yeah. Dragon, all these movies. It was like a good era for martial arts, and I feel yeah. like just it died out. Yeah, just it, just the nature of like you know, working in a Western in I don't want to say Western environment, but I don't I don't think it's that. It's um like it's it's just how the times change. I. I think Dimov worded it. Oh, said, was they, it people wanted more realistic. Yeah, re realistic and like, yeah. you know, so like they start going in the direction of like Dark, like Dark Knight. Dark um, Knight. It's like an identity where it's, you know, it's like gritty, raw. And that, now John Wick, you know, is the more, you know. And um, then we always, it's funny because then we talked about it like in our earlier, like a few years ago, YouTube days, we're like, watch, watch. There's going to be a time when martial arts is going to be cool again because we're, we're like the only like, like oh like hong kong style like action group in like a world that's like everyone's doing john wick jujitsu with guns yeah or you know like, or the the crazy or, or, or marvel those. spectacles right? yeah you know and um and like the action the hong kong action is not really alive like we're we're like the only ones on youtube that's fighting to keep it alive yeah and it's on youtube but we always talk about it around like i remember there was one day i'm like dima is a straight up prophet yeah he, he said like five years from yeah. now like the pendulum's gonna swing back, you know. He always talked about there being a pendulum where things in life are pushed one way so far it has to swing back, you know. When that pendulum swings all the way, you know we're at the forefront. We already are in the forefront, but when we're there, all oh, game over, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a. Um, Dima was always like, 
I was like, yo, Dima, dude, when are we going to make it? <laughs> and then he's like, it's too hard, just, bro. Just, let's, he's just like, just stay focused, guys. Like, um, there's going to be a day when, when martial arts, like Hong Kong action is going to be cool again. And when that time comes, we have to be at the forefront. Wow. Like, we have to be ready, you know? Yeah. And then, like, I think it's happening now. As of the last two years. You know, with all, like, the recent moves coming out, like, you know, like, like, like Bao's Paper Tiger, Shang-Chi, you know? Everything it's everywhere. a bit, yeah. huge bed for that. Everything everywhere. You and know? even Bao wins uh, Be Water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, like, right. just everything, like, in martial arts is just making the whole comeback, you know? Yeah, period. I'm happy to hear that. I'm very, yeah. uh, very happy to hear that, 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 because sometimes like, I'm sitting at, like, at the edge of watching culture kind of like expand right and i'm always worried like damn do we have the best coming out yet you know do we have good stuff coming out is <laughs> yeah. is our culture yeah. pushing as hard as it and to hear you guys say oh we haven't seen anything yet that yeah. that's that's very hopeful for somebody sitting in my you know chair to oh, go appreciate oh, God. it, man. Appreciate it. You, man. um i'm just gonna be completely open about it like you know what imposter syndrome is right like I do, like, I will honestly, like just coming forward with it. Like I, you know, you, you do feel that to a certain degree when like, um, cause like I, I never like had like any recognition since like, like a Marvel before. Right. Even if you're just a mass villain, you get a certain level of recognition and it's like, you feel weird because you're like, it's like, yo, I'm yeah, just Andy. This is, this like is cool and all, but like, I don't feel like, I don't feel like, y'all seen the whole package yet so like why are you like why are you guys like like you know, hyping over this why are you guys like hyping over, you know um but at the same time it's like it's good it's a good reminder to be like oh, okay fine well if you're like if you're excited if you think now, this is cool <laughs> man yo then uh just just wait you know yeah and and i'd be worried if you didn't have imposter syndrome right 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 because yeah i i feel like every Every actor, legit actor, legit creative has it. You yeah. always have to have it because if you don't, who's checking yourself? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly, exactly. But like, but I, I'm, I'm very critical of myself. So like, when imposter syndrome hits, like it hits hard. Thank God I got friends and family around me who remind me that like, yo, dude, you belong. Like sometimes, like, you know, we'll, we go to these events often. Um, in the earlier, the earlier ones, I would be like, oh, shit, you're a red carpet with this. You know, you know, well, I'm on. You know, I've never stood in a red carpet yeah, before. Yeah, before, you know, dude, and, like, and then, like, thank God, like, my brothers, Mike, and, like, managers, friends, just like, yo, and chill out, man. You belong. Just, you know, you belong. And I was like, okay. Yeah. And, yeah, so that's just, um, but I, I think everyone goes through that. And, yeah. You just gotta i think i'm just i'm just now as a recent learning to get used to it after. well i i'm excited and i look forward to everything that you guys do thank yeah, you man. thank you man appreciate yeah. it yeah well, we're looking forward to yeah. it yeah <laughs> yeah man thank you guys For i sure. appreciate it and well, have we'll a keep in touch yes thank you so much yeah. Yeah. You. Yes. thank you for listening to the vietnamese with kenneth win the Vietnamese is produced by Brittany Tran. Special thanks to Jane Wynn, Catherine Wynn, Tina Pham, Sydney Jamie, and Christo Trin. Please find us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at The Vietnamese Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube where you can subscribe, like, and comment. Please rate and give us a review wherever you find our podcast. Thanks again for listening.